The following is a production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. What an imagination, huh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Broadcasting from the Tiki Room Studios in Music City. It's the Disney List. The Disney List. You've got to have characters that the audience, the viewer, the reader cares about. What makes a hero? What's friendship? What's the idea of sacrificing yourself for something larger? With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Disney List on Sorcerer Radio with your hosts, Kristen and Al John. Oh yeah. 50th anniversary vibes, y'all. It is the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort and welcome to the anniversary show. It is Al John. Go at the helm. Lifelong Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars fan welcoming you to yet another edition of the Disney List, wherever you find podcasts. Right here, also on the Sorcerer Radio Network at srsounds.com. Joined by my lovely and talented co-hostess with the mostest, Kristen of DiningAtDisney.com. Hello. Hello. Well, we just finished probably an epic live stream on Skype that was broadcasting live on YouTube. And Nearly I, three hours. It was insanity. But uh, the Sorcerer Radio team got together, and it's been a long time since all of us. I, I don't think we've ever gotten together in this incarnation of the Sorcerer Radio team. We had um, AJ, who was, uh, you know, part of the team, and, you know, DJ Sorcy, of course, the head of Sorcerer Radio, Cat from Dining at Disney, Sorcerer Radio Correspondent. You had Steve uh, from Monorail Tales Podcast. You had, uh, gosh, Eric uh, from Sorcom Review. You had Jeff and Nicole from DW60. You and I there uh, from our show, of course. And um, Mike from Mighty Marvel Geeks was there. And you also had Joe from Diz His. So. Andrew? And Andrew Sparks, of course, from Touring the World. So we had this big conversation. We answered some questions. We were talking about how the 50th went, uh, is going so far, and what everyone thinks of it. And so we're going to bring you some awesome highlights of the show. So enjoy highlights of our big live stream on YouTube. Um, pardon some of the technical difficulties at the beginning of the program. Uh, we're going to edit out uh, some things, so it's not the entire live show, because uh, we do have some guardrails <laughs> on this podcast. But uh, enjoy the Sorcerer Radio team talking about the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World and some of their favorites in a Disney list. Enjoy. Uh, if anyone has any problems hearing or seeing anyone, just drop me a message either over on the Discord or over on YouTube, and uh, I can look into that. Apart from that, though, thank you all of the hosts for joining us this week. I can see Eric miming something. Over <laughs> <in the corner. laughs> they were buying it, Jay. They were totally buying it. <laughs> I know. I oh, I wasn't, but Sorry. then again, you know, people are like looking all shocked, and it's like, dude, it's Eric. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna do that one. <laughs> Hilarious, right? So we've brought everyone together, or almost everyone at the moment. We are uh, getting there at the moment, but uh, we've brought everyone together for 
a live stream to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. So uh, I wanted to kind of go around and get everyone to share some of their memories from Disney over the years. So uh, anyone who would like to start, please volunteer. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit awkward to start with. Like I say, we, this is the first time that we've kind of really done this, getting as many people together as uh, possible really but uh, if anyone would like to start and maybe just share one of their most memorable moments from uh, the parks um i'll, I'll go ahead um because i'm probably the oldest here anyway so um <laughs> age before beauty steve <laughs> yeah that's what yeah and, we'll, we'll and, let you claim that steve yeah um my first visit to a disney park was actually in Disneyland, and it was approximately 1971, 72. Uh, my mom and stepdad were living there in L.A., so that was the first thing. But the first time I ever got to go to a Disney park, but my grandmother at that time lived in Cocoa Beach, and she used to send me all these pictures and postcards and stuff from Walt Disney World, and... It was just so amazing. And this was, you know, like I said, right when these parks opened up. And she would get me some of the, send some of the brochures. Unfortunately, of course, over time, who knows where they're at now. But I think one of my first Walt Disney World memories was in 1980, my my family took me for my high school graduation. And I just remember there was really not a lot of things there. And it was, well... There was only uh, Magic Kingdom. There was only just a couple of the uh, the monorail uh, hotels. And my dad, like probably like most dads, was like, oh, I'm not going to pay that. Right. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Nicole. Oh. Is it Nicole? Oh, I said I was going to go. Oh. That's what I was trying to tell you. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, <laughs> so. I'm sorry. Well, as, I grab, as I grab her phone by accident. Oops. So <laughs> I'm going to say mine has to be. My first memory of Disney. And unlike a lot of people who grew up, you know, seeing new Disney movies because they they were, you know, growing up in a time when Disney was always releasing new movies or they lived somewhere within driving distance to the parks and things like that. I didn't. So Disney, as I was a little kid, wasn't a big thing in our house. And so my very first trip was when I was 16 and... So this December, the end of December, it was after Christmas. It was actually a high school band trip. So we drove all the way from Ohio, all the way down. So it'll actually be 30 years this December since my very first trip. And I still have like the park map and a map that I had bought of like the whole Disney World landscape. And I still have to this day, even though they don't fit, T-shirts and things like that from my first trip. And I just remember walking into the Magic Kingdom because it was back when there was a Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and at the time, MGM Studios. So we did the parks in that order. And we came in through a back entrance because there were over 300 of us going. And you entered it right by where Pirates of the Caribbean is. And so Pirates of the Caribbean was my very first ride, but my favorite ride we went on that day was the haunted mansion and just i just so remember those as well as a friend of mine who got lost but (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> she wouldn't ride Space Mountain. She's afraid of roller coasters. And <laughs> but that memory of my first time walking into the park and seeing these. I grew up in Ohio, so it was all roller coasters and amusement parks. But to experience the theming and the magic that is Disney on my very first trip is what made me fall in love with Disney. And since then, I've been, you know, a huge Disney fan, something that I, uh, it, it just, it just changed everything. And it was, it, so I have to make that my favorite memory. By the way, uh, the chat is saying, feels like the early days of WDW after dark. That's hilarious. Wow. That's, Bring that's, uh, yeah, Bring it bringing it back. We were pioneers, y'all. Um, we were Skype before Skype. So, I think one of my favorite memories of back in the day, just going to the park happens to actually be with this young lady here, Kristen and I were in a huge fight. I don't know what about, but you know, you go to the park and you're, you know, you're just, nah, I'm going to stay behind and you're going to go in front of me. We're just mad. We're mad at each other. I don't know why. It started out. As oh, you're actually an... going to tell that story about the preamble no, to that. We, because we had an issue <laughs> Something with it with an issue with the tickets. Oh, what yes. it started out at. Okay, good. It wasn't about you and me. It was about something else. Wonderful. So that's good. <laughs> and uh, so we get in, and we're just like, okay, I'm flustered. I'm so ready to get out of here. It just so happened that there's a cast member walking up to us, and I was like, Are we on candid camera? What's going on? Hey, you know, we see you're wearing your happy anniversary button. And I was like, oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> would you like to be grand marshals in the parade? And we're like, oh, well, of course we would. And talk about turning our frowns upside down. I wasn't frowning, though. I was smiling. Oh, I oh, you were smiling. Because I was like, I was like, oh, harumph, so, harumph, and that's, as Eric Allen would say. That's because I'm one of those people that if even if I'm unhappy, if I walk into a place or I'm walking by somebody that work somewhere. So for example, like a cast member, I'm going to smile at them. Even if I'm, I can like smile and then turn back to whatever I'm mad about. Um, so I still smiled at the cast member as he walked through the door. Exactly. Well, anyway, we had a great time and that was probably just a crazy moment, but it's one I'm going to cherish because of where we were and what we did. And we did that whole parade and, doing the whole thing and going backstage and having the little, you know, wave the little wands around and everything. It was just hilarious and it was fun and waving to people with our little princess prince wave was hilarious. So that was, that was one for the books for sure. Next, please. I'm passing the torch. I, I, can get next. Um, I have a lot of good memories from the park, but I think probably one of the one, like once in a lifetime memories would be after our wedding, when we had to walk back through Disney Springs and like, in my wedding dress and Jeff in his tux and just watching people's eyes and like little girls like who have a big gown on and it was just so cool. It, usually when you're in a big crowd of people at Disney, you just kind of feel like you blend another tourist in another Disney shirt. <laughs> but, you know, one being your wedding top of the world. On, I don't, we'll have other, but I don't. So, um, we were talking to Nicole uh, about uh, her memories from the parks. Um, I think uh, Jeff and Nicole have got uh, plenty, plenty of memories in uh, the recent months from the parks as well that uh, <laughs> that uh, 
kind of uh, outshine uh, maybe even my own uh, memories of proposing to my wife. Uh, getting married in Walt Disney World is kind of one of those uh, dream come true sorts of things. So, um, what uh, other memories would anyone like to share from the park? Well, you know, I have so many memories. We live really close to Disney, and this uh, there's just so many times where you know we have been with my, I've been with my family and different different occasions, special occasions. Uh, but I would have to say one memory that really stands out is the first time I went with my son. You know, we went there from when he turned one, and he got the haircut, and we rode Small World together, which was really special to me because that was one of the first rides that I road, you know, coming, uh, driving down from New York or flying down from New York with my grandfather, which was a really special memory that I had with him. And now, you know, I have that memory where I can kind of share that. I, well, he's not going to remember it because he was only one, but I had that memory of riding small world with him as a, as a, as a child. And I remember that day staying in a resort, you know, just enjoying Disney with him for the first time. Cause everything, you know, even though he's, he was one and he's not going to remember anything. He was still there like, Ooh, Ooh, look, look at everything moving. Look at all the lights, look at all the people. And it was so really cool to him as a, as a, as a one-year-old. Uh, so I have that memory. That's, that's one that's really, that's uh, really special to me. Yeah. I'm looking forward to taking my kids this uh, next time to have kind of their first memories. When we last went in 2015, my son was 10 weeks old at the time and he won't remember any of that. And to be honest, we barely remember it, how sleep deprived we were at the time. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to take my kids. Hopefully next year now that uh, we can head back to Walt Disney World again uh, and just see their faces and have them experience the parks for the first time. I'm like Joe. I've got a lot of memories from uh, from the Disney parks. I mean, my, my first trip was in 79 with my mom and dad. And this, of course, was before Epcot, before Hollywood Studios or MGM or anything else for that matter. I think uh, Grand Floridian was still like, you know, the paint was still drying. But that was um, that was a very special memory for me. Um, my first trip with uh, with my then girlfriend, then my you know, became my wife and now my ex. Um, that was we got there at Christmas. And I, I, I tell you, I, I would do it all over again just for that one memory, because arriving in the parks on Christmas Day is, it just, it it dials the magic up several notches just because of the day on the calendar. Uh, and I could, I could name others like, you know, trying out for Jeopardy in 92 and, and frightening the heck out of Alex Trebek. True story, bro. And uh, going to Jeff and Nicole's wedding, that, uh, that was a very magical memory for me as well. Um, it would have been a lovely wedding anywhere on earth but the fact that it was there you could see disney springs in the background and, and you know hear all the stuff going on that was that was an incredible memory and almost as good a memory as the beer garden dinner the next night so yeah th those those are that's my top those are my top ones hey eric i gotta admit i i i was at beer garden yesterday we just happened to be there and that's all i could think about was that video i saw of y'all and it was you, all of you, and everybody. It was so amazing. I was so jealous that I didn't go down that that week, but it didn't. I was. But it was amazing. I was a Sorcerer Radio fanboy before I, you know, became part of the staff. So you know, the whole time I was just sitting there going, like, I'm I'm sitting here with Sorcerer. I'm sitting here with Jeff. I'm sitting here with Andrew. It just and it was just kind of like the you know when you date you you listen in the car or, or at your office or wherever. 
and you you hear these voices and you just think, you know, it'd really be cool just to sit and hang out with them. You know, you just got to think that. And then all of a sudden, boom, there you are. I remember the live stream that you all did from Beer Garden uh, last year, and it all looked like you were having so much fun whilst you were there. Just... Uh sharing memory just just having a just a good old laugh basically and it was just so nice to be able to see that disappeared before uh before that live stream started just saying we'll have to everyone go back and do it all again we'll take over yes. like chef mickey's or somewhere even crazier well I, i'm all i'm saying is i'm uh, i'm going to be there next august <laughs> crossing my fingers <laughs> so uh, if there's a, a sorcerer radio meetup happening uh, i'm hoping that we can arrange something i'll be there aj i'll be there to meet you for sure 100 <laughs> uh, now i wanted to kind of start on a little bit of a controversial subject and i think everyone's got their own views on this so far and we've spoken a lot about it a little bit in the pre-call and uh, i just wanted to kind of gauge everyone's opinions what do we all think to the 50th anniversary celebration so far <laughs> i think we have someone else now being added to the call just bear with me If this was yesterday, I would have said that was Steve flying in from Orlando back to Charlotte. But <laughs> it... <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's exactly what it sounded like. This is what happens. Yeah. Hello, everybody. What up, Sorce in the his house? How's everybody doing? And all the controversial. Just oh, we on that one. <laughs> we just waited for you, boss. So I didn't get in trouble. Well, who wants to start on this topic? <laughs> where's, where's Jeff when you need him? That's what I'm screaming. Where is he? Oh, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm done. We got email. Disembodied voice of Jeff Davis. <laughs> you guys keep chatting. I'm just going to try and sorcerer in the live stream. Just bear with me. We can uh, get audio at the moment, but I'm just getting the video in. Now, real quick, I just wanted to piggyback off of what... Uh, you know what Eric talked about as far as memories of the park and everything. Yeah, throughout the years, I I think I've had more memories than I can probably keep in my head and and remember. But some of the best ones have been you know having that dinner at the beer garden with Eric and with Andrew and uh, you know with DJ Sorcy. And then there was another time a lot of people may not remember that. I think it was the tenth anniversary, and I had the opportunity to to join Kristen and Alja for a few days there at the parks. And, uh, you know, we went to Mexico and we had tequila shots. Oh, boy. We ate a scorpion. And we did some drinking around the world at the Magic Kingdom, doing attractions together and, and all of that. So the, the opportunities that I've in the past to have, you know, had a relationship uh, which, with all of these people for so long and, and not able to physically see them, you know, on a weekly basis or go over to their house and just sit talk and enjoy each other's company. Doing all that in the parks, you know, seeing DJ Sorcy, Kristen and Al, John and Eric and Andrew and, and, and everybody else. And when those memories happen, they just, they don't go away. Sure, all the times with my parents and, and everything else, and obviously my wedding, honeymoon, of course, no doubt. But but it's when you finally get to make those specific connections with friends that you've talked about, not, not talked about, but, you know, spend time with, you know, online or anything else and done shows with and everything. 
that right there is is truly what it's all about to have a community like we have come together and be able to enjoy i was wondering jeff when you'd bring up the 10th anniversary meetup yeah <laughs> it was just a yeah, matter of time it was just Let's a matter talk about the island there were <laughs> there were some great memories and some terrible ones on that trip. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we will not I go down into that rabbit hole. <laughs> well, the, only, only, only good times when we're with the Source of Radio staff. Only good yeah, times. That's right. That's Can I share my memory before we move on? Of course. Is that okay? Please, um, everyone share their memories. So uh, I have a lot of crazy stories, obviously, from our condo flooding and having to move hotels in the middle of the trip to just complete nonsense. But my favorite memory... Um, I shot my first movie on the back lot at Hollywood Studios when it was still MGM. Um, and I will always cherish that. Like, it was what made me decide I wanted to go to film school. It was what made me decide I wanted to pursue the path in life that I've chosen. So I'm so thankful for for just being able to do that before they ripped it all down. Um, shooting on the New York back lot and screening a film on the back lot was like a huge part of my life. And I'll always cherish that. You know, my wife's with you. That's her favorite thing that... That was she hated having taken out was that, that back lot. She was just talking about it the other night about how much she hated that, how much she loved the back street. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where I they held uh, the light. Yes, the light. And that was my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Me too. I absolutely. Love. I remember when they used to have all of certain houses there, and I remember when they had the walking tour as well, and they had like the home improvement stage set there at one point like that. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love. I absolutely love when um, when they would do the. Uh, Lord, I can't even think the name of the uh, the Osborne spec where they would yep. have like residential street lit up and yep. the different back lot section decorated and just being able to walk all through that. Can I give a little back uh, back lot story? Go ahead. In uh, 1992, we're doing the backlot tour. I know that one scene when you uh, come across, they're doing a demonstration of the green screen from I'm Guy Shrunk the Kids. Do you know it's the kid? And they yeah. put two volunteers on a giant bumblebee to do the effect. You know that I'm talking about? Okay, we're watching, my family and I, we're watching I'm eight years old. And I remember it was two girl volunteers that were riding the bumble, okay? A year late, 1993, we're at, and we're at the gift shop and I'm picking out my last minute souvenir and I pick out the Disney picture book you know how they have those uh, souvenir booklets that show like all the rides and stuff i'm wandering through the book in the gift shop and i come across the back lot and i see a bumblebee pick and i say oh that's two girls i remember last and i look up in the rack and there i am <laughs> right awesome. it's definitely more glad and put his contacts in and I, there I am, I was on the railing like this. And the purple 1993 Disney souvenir picture book, um, that thing's value has to have just gone skyrocketed up on eBay <laughs> since I just told that story. So um, yeah. that's my uh, that's my backlot story. Nice. I'll share that. I'll share that at my parents' house. They've got that. Uh, they've got that at their house and I'll have to uh, put that on the uh, fun zone as well as the discord. That's brilliant. I can't wait to see those photos, that's, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I've just realized I haven't shared any of my memories from the Disney parks. Not really. Um, I think that my 
I have a couple of kind of big memories. I think the the biggest memories of more recent trips will be, first of all, proposing to my wife. Uh, anyone who's scored for any length of time will have probably seen the photo that I've posted there a couple of times where I post uh, where I propose in front of the Fountain of Nations. And if you haven't seen it, we'll post it for you if you do want to see it. But uh, that's got to be up there as one of the best memories. I was so nervous that day. I, I had a whole thing set up that I wanted to be able to do and yeah now I uh, changed my mind at the last minute I was it decided there and then that was where it was going to happen and uh, no I, I wouldn't have changed that for the world and then of course in more recent years is taking my son for the yes, first time and he won't remember it but uh, we did. We, we had an absolutely brilliant time, and I'm looking forward to taking them this next time. I'm just seeing that the uh, <laughs> the view over on YouTube keeps showing Skype logos. <laughs> but, uh, I think that's because uh, some of the streams are going inactive, and the stream looks like it goes to sleep. I think someone changed so, the view to a together view, and it, all of us are in an airplane together in first class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm to y'all down there. Yeah, I, uh, hey there, I, I shrunk. I'm tiny. <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's let's talk think the fiftieth is going. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, mm. I think mm. that says it right there, right? I watched yeah, kite tails. Sure. I saw kite tails today. <laughs> Which one? Because I, isn't there supposed to be like two or three different versions of it? I saw it, I saw it twice. I saw the first showing this morning, which looked like a complete disaster. Um and then I saw the um Lion King showing, which they did a lot better with that one. So I got to see the Jungle Book one, which meant it was a, one of the kites went into the tree. Um, <laughs> and then they kind of shut the, it looked like they shut the show off early. I don't know. Everybody was looking around at each other like, is that all? Maybe that was all. I don't know. And then I saw the Lion King, which was a lot better. Uh, it went off a lot better. Wow. I saw someone um, share a video where they flipped one of the jet skis the other day in the middle of the oh. show. And they just shut it down and canceled it. In the middle. Yeah, it looked like on the one that I was watching today, it looked like the one of the kites went into the tree and then they just kind of like shut the show down. And then like Baloo went into the water and they started making all kind of water joke. Um, but I'm not sure if that was part of the show or not. <laughs> you said Baloo went into the water? Yeah. Baloo went in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some bare necessities. Yeah. <laughs> we were at an American adventure. Well, wait, time, time out, time out. Yeah. It's blue water then, Jeff Davis. Oh, look, man. If you're going to go back, if you're going to go, if you're going to go back and, and pull out some WDW after dark, we got to go way back to that. Oh, I was a, I was a firm believer of that blue water land. That, well, that was my jam right there. Well, now, now you have a whole entire lake over there by Animal Kingdom to talk about. I, yeah, I feel like, you know, with Sorcerer talking about the, the show that, this may not be too long for this world, <laughs> that show. Uh, I, I was always, always thought sort of show or something. Like, I don't know, they could dress people up, tumble monkeys or something. I don't know. So, you know how they had the stunt show at uh, Universal or they used to have the boat, the stunt <coughs> ski show? Oh, yeah. What show, wasn't it? It was Wonder yeah, I mean, yeah, could they not do something? Um, I, don't, I know Animal Kingdom is a little bit more, you know, sedated. No pun well, intended. Have a water boat show. I mean, I don't know why they can't do that now. Because well, they uh, made kites, y'all. Like, got they like made... oil rigs in the middle. Yeah. We were saying showcase. the other day that that poor lagoon at Animal Kingdom is like that one um, empty building in your town that like can't keep a business. Like, Something new opens and everyone's really helpful, and then it like closes after six months, and then someone else moves in, 
And it's like, yeah. they're going to do great. And then just nothing can stay in that like random building. It's kind of like a like Halloween store. Yeah, yeah. It closed down 30 years ago. Now it's been a string of rods, shiny, uh, yeah. you know, a Kwando class. That, that veterinary. Yeah, yeah, planter three. Like there's just. <laughs> the Disney strip mall. Yeah. I think it was the, a Toys uh, R Us at one point. I think the harmonious barge almost. <laughs> Yeah. I, I was only talking about posted over in the Discord. Apparently, they're not using them for fountains in the middle of the day. I would have thought that by now, I mean, that, that was one of them. the barges. I would have hoped to see otherwise. Just I, I saw right in the middle. Well, I watched Harmonious, uh, the the video of the first uh, the first night, and the whole time, I mean, it was beautiful. It was very visually impressive. Not as sold on the soundtrack. Um, you know, they say harmonious, but they're choosing songs that really don't belong to be sung intermittently in between each other. Um, but the whole time I was sitting there watching it, just thinking, how long until those arms break? Oh, I know. Same here. Literally I mean, 24 hours from now ago. Yeah, I was thinking the exact. Yeah. And it's going to be like Yeti 2.0, no. where harmonious is going to be in B mode. And people we just say, it's not as good as it, but yeah. what is it? What? I like Yeah. Someone said last night that it was already in B mode because the center, like Stargate was in, um, the projections weren't. Yeah, I did see that. They didn't have anything in the middle. Okay. I was wondering about that because it was like, I mean, why do you have circle in the middle all day long? It really didn't do any. So circle of life. <laughs> a big black I, hole. I live in the square of life. So <laughs> in the plot. I tell you Even what. With both shows, Harmonious, because neither of them references the last 50 years of the park. That's what was crazy. Yeah. That's what we were like, you have, you just got forever that went through the history of Epcot, had all this amazing music, you know, brought nostalgia and everything that Disney Park fans love. And then you, for the 50th anniversary, you bring this brand new show, which has amazing technology, but nothing to do with like the history of Epcot. And that, it's going to, it's going to look more like oh, yeah. the last mm -hmm. 15 okay. versus the last years. Well, yeah. I think it's because the show is going to have to outlast the anniversary, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. there is that because Hopefully. they, they, I mean, think about it. How long did, how long did those shows usually run? I mean, we're used to having them last longer than 10 years. So hey, while just, some, always, you know, I tend to think and, and, and going off what you're saying Al John is that using this technology, you know, video and everything else, you know, within the water or the animations and projections on the castle is you know, it's like Disney did. They turned on enchantment. They turned off happily ever after. Just boom, you know, had it done. So you would think that they would have within 18 months enough time to switch it over to a different version of Harmonious and have the 50th anniversary showcase in something like that and just be able to flip the switch the next night and be done with it. Something like, you know, to carry on what you're saying, Jeff, I, I can't help but wonder if they're not trying to get that version finished and just can't they just because everything was shut down for so long during the during the pandemic uh not just in the parks but elsewhere as well and i just i can't help but wonder if the 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 lockdown kind of prevented a lot of work being done on this and now there's like well we can't you know we're we're not ready to go live with the real show so let's roll in this, uh, basically a B-roll, and use this to tide them over because we can't put this off past the opening date, past the uh, anniversary date. So I can't help but wonder if this is kind of, for lack of a better word, a placeholder. And it could always evolve, right? 
I mean, they can. Yeah, they, they yeah, have yeah. they sure. they have that ability to evolve, and they also do a lot of guest feedback too. I mean, this our our being critical of the show can only help it become better. It has the ability to the possibility of being better. Doesn't necessarily mean we'll get it, well, and it doesn't yeah. necessarily we mean that we'll get it overnight or even six months from now. But you know, you never you know, know. You know. To me, it's been it's been forty eight hours, right? It's been forty eight hours. Everyone viewed uh, the shows <laughs> online and in person, and I think the criticism is just the fact that, gosh darn it, we all care so much about what's going on this anniversary, I, I, right? I think we, so this really, time, yes. We've really been counting down the days. I've been counting down the days to this since my internship in 2006. I mean, we were talking about the anniversary back then because we were celebrating um, the uh, golden anniversary of uh, Disneyland in uh, 2005, 2006, right? So we go, so what we were saying is it's going to be so big, it's going to be so great in 2021. Can you imagine what we're going to see? Yeah. And <laughs> when it comes to shows, and I'm glad those, you know, the one secret ingredient to me, at least, for wishes and happily ever after, the one little secret is... Can they make you cry? Yes. Can you tear? Yeah. Can your emotions move you to have a tear run holding your kids' hands or holding your significant others? And when viewing, when viewing these two shows, I, I, I'm it's just to me it wasn't there at least. And I think that's where our for now at least playing critic or so is that that was where the disappointment I think for a lot of folks was. And we don't you know what? we we care about the product a lot because we're a big Disney. Yeah. Yeah. We don't just not like the show or not. You know, we, we just want that, like, we, we want better. We are upset and are, or critical because we care. Well, I mean, yeah. I at least wanted Walt, Roy, and Mickey Isn't to show really up something? in Enchantment somewhere, and it just all. Oh. I think a big part of the issue with these two stories is they don't have a story. That's kind of, they both have beautiful right. elements. They both have beautiful elements, too. Like, you know, uh, Harmonious is just stunning as far as its visuals go. I think it misses the mark with the music kind of disjointed from what you're seeing in front of you, you know? Um, you know, And part of the storytelling is original music. One of the things that made you know, Reflections of Earth so so awesome is the buildup of the story through the music. And, uh, you know, that was part of it for me. Happily Ever After, you know, you have you, know, you have all of that music intertwined from your IPs and things like that. I think Enchantment missed the mark because, you know, you have all this music that goes back to the very beginning, you know, the parks. And what we heard was stuff from like 94 and older. We missed, like, you, you missed a lot of that stuff from way back when where I thought it would be kind of cool if they did like a decade type thing where they kind of moved could have been a story and have Walt in the beginning, Walt at the end, you know, that kind of thing, or Mickey or something like that. But there was none of that. It was mostly just kind of like, I don't know, it was like a visual conglomeration of like stuff. It was it was pretty, you know, but it didn't move anybody. And I, I, I kind of reserve judgment a little bit because I do want to see it in person before I make full judgment. But, you know, just from looking at it on the video, video and hearing what other people said uh, through, that were there live, it kind of all sounds like everybody's kind of coming over with similar reactions. So, well, I have news for y'all. What is what what big anniversary is happening in two years? The hundred. That's the right. That's right. Oh, yeah. gee whiz. So, um, <laughs> right. So <laughs> 100 years. Like, yeah. So 100 years of the Disney company. I think that's the perfect time for them to get uh, working on some of what Sorcerer is talking about. And, uh, you know, I'm privy to a couple things, but this is it's pretty cool that that, you know, we're working toward this and um, hopefully they'll they'll get it right. But you're right. I think the whole thing that everyone is talking about is the difference between, and let me put this out there. Sorry, JJ Abrams, but it's the difference between the original trilogy and the JJ trilogy, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's that yeah. it's, it's, it's people making Disney that 
are missing the mark on story. Yeah. They're missing the mark on, and you look at some of the attractions, missing the mark. I, I don't yeah. want to be that guy. I'm not, and I, and I haven't really been that guy because usually that's Jeff, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> but, but it, it's true. It's true because, you know, Jeff, Dave Davis is, 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 is hanging with me in spirit. So yeah, it's, it's people that are regurgitating things that, that maybe they don't have, you know, that kind of connection, that story, the music, as it brings it, it draws it to a crescendo and the emotions and the hairs in the back of your neck, you know, are standing at attention. You're like, wow, you know, I'm just getting chills now thinking about reflections of earth because it's such a powerful show or wishes being a powerful show. And, um, and you're absolutely right, but maybe time will tell and they can fix it. Nothing is permanent. You know, Walt said it himself. Nothing's ever permanent. Let's just keep on moving forward. Let's take this and let's let's do something with it. So, well, I mean, they definitely got... know it's not permanent because they got rid of Maelstrom, right? <laughs> 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 I mean, they've got ten years to prepare for the 60th. If they can use Disneyland blueprint of their celebration for the 60th, we should not have any problem whatsoever. That's what they should have done for the 50th and first. Well, they didn't use the 50th blueprint from Disneyland on this one either. So that's true. Yeah. Well, I'm not holding my right. Yeah, and, I was right. the way that we, they, for the 60th start, where you know they have the projections on Main Street and they put it back into an orange grove, and they're like, you know, this is where Walt stood, and this is what he was thinking, and we were like, what? Why? Like, where was that? Where was that? In Are you talking? What were you talking about? What in, did we see? Um, the Disneyland. 60th. Oh yes celebration yeah. fireworks you know they have the projections on main street and and on the castle and it goes starts and it turns everything back into an orange and it says you know this is what this land was before disneyland was here and this is where walt stood and he had this idea and you know now it's become disneyland and we were like oh my gosh that's awesome where was that yeah, positive. Actually, it was the best Disney special I have tested on network since I can. It was reminiscent of the specials you would see. Okay. Wow. I thought it was per footer seen before. Stories you have. I mean, who knew that Figment, the the idea for the name came from Magnum PI starring Tom Selleck. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, mean, I had no, I had no idea. Well, exactly. Well, and Andrew. Who brought out freaking Eisner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's, let's, I mean, yeah, I mean, we were, we, we talked about it. We've talked about it so many times on and off over the years. Michael Eisner was not going to come out and do any promotion for Disney until mm. Bob Iger had kind of moved on. And now that Bob Iger's kind of moved on, here comes Eisner. Now he's able to tell and tell his book and, you know, tell his story and, and do things. But, Wow, how cool was it to have Eisner a you know tell his stories? And there's so many that have yet to be told from that era. We amount, I press all, yeah. It's it's it would take a full show to talk yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. it's, it's everything as we know. Studios, Animal Kingdom, um, all the resorts that we enjoy today, Yacht and Beach Club, Caribbean Beach. I mean that, that's that's under Eisner's yeah. um, uh, leadership. Yeah. So uh, it was that special was wonderful from the music, how classic classic it was. Um, it was fantastic. So I'm going to have to go through the credits, find out who the executive producer was, and write him a letter, and that I hope that they uh, will read because it was wonderful. It'll um, probably be Bob Iger. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, my hands are on that. My hands are on that. But but don't you think? But don't you guys think that Eisner needs to be recognized 
now because I mean I know he's getting older. I mean none of us are, and that it's time for you know us to you know recognize him as he is now. Yep. I know he has a window on Main Street in Disneyland Paris because I've always wondered yeah. why he doesn't have one the Magic Kingdom. Well, I'm sure the time is coming, and the D23 yeah. convention is just happening next year. So. They, he, he, we, he, you now. imagine the eruption of applause when he takes the stage, if he were to take the stage. Oh yeah, he, he And it I know there's huge. a lot of, and I know there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of politicking going on, you know, at the executive chief level there, especially Gee. with former uh, CEOs and things of that nature. But Hey, you know, it, it's going to be great. And he will, he deserves to be a Disney legend. I think we all believe. Yeah. yeah. D23, yeah. you're going to hear this. Hi, I'm Michael Eisner. <laughs> And I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and I got an award. Yeah. Yeah. I, let me say we something real. ABC, we watched that ABC special and they had the, the Orlando Philharmonic mm-hmm. and they played, you know, this compilation of all the parks, the rides, the attractions. And we were like, this is perfect. Like where, why isn't this included Nicole, somewhere? Bethany. Yeah. Yeah, Bethany said during the first song, um, I can't remember who was saying, but why couldn't that have been the background music to the fireworks show? It would have been right. beautiful. Yeah. So to have the the original, you know, day one attractions highlighted or something like that would have would have been a really nice touch. Does anybody know what the actual story for Harmonious was? Because I really was trying to listen for it, and I think I just kind of missed it. Maybe it's just not oh, I've surprising heard that they took songs from you know wanted to represent different parts of the world or different parts countries in the right. showcase and they had those artists from those countries like reinterpret the song and then yeah. the artwork that's on the barges is also from artists from those countries okay yeah but that's not really explained and i i maybe i'm don't get it maybe it's because that big thing in the middle didn't work <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe that was it i don't know no problem. i'm just saying maybe i'm glad to hear that it wasn't working because we both said that it was like there was it's like, what's that thing there for then? Yeah, usually, I guess the, the first night when we watched the Disney Parks blog live stream, there are projections on the water in the middle. Okay, um, okay, cool. I mean, the show definitely has that, um, in, in, in some ways, technology-wise, world of color meets illumination kind of rolled into one. Because, uh, you, you know, we had those uh, you know, videos of, on for illuminations with the globe in the middle and everything else. And then they take that technology that they're using for world of color out there in California, and, and they brought it all together. But like, you know, you have said, the story, the background behind it, understanding it, and everything, it's just not there for some reason. I feel like every live show right now is just a race to how quickly they can play Let It Go. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which and I don't Hercules love because there's like, it's like 100 years of music and yeah. we hear the same five songs in every show. That's and not that those aren't good, yeah. but... I feel like they used almost the same exact soundtracks from uh, Happy Ever After in... Um, mm-hmm. Harmonious, which was kind of, it kind of was crazy, you know, because it's like you would think they would pick some different music, right? But they picked pretty That's much right. the same. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hunchback yeah. of Notre Dame was uh, featured, right? Yeah. Again. And uh, yeah. Hercules. Yeah. Hercules. And, yeah, Hercules. Uh, reflections. Reflections, yeah. Two, two movies that are getting live action remakes shortly. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Ding, I guess. ding, 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 it's ding, ding. All the best Benjamins. Benjamins. They just had one. So, circle. so here's the yeah, thing. Here's the, the thing. Inspired music too. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. Enchantment had a ton of Moana. Yeah. It sounds like half the show and both shows was either Coco or Moana. In in Magic yes. Kingdom, that doesn't have Moana in the park. Anyway. Yeah. 
I was just, I, as far as the Magic Kingdom fireworks go, um, I was just disappointed that uh, the Disney princess whose castle bears her name was on the castle for all of five seconds. In like a compilation, not even with her music. Well, I mean, yeah, it was, I, I was, because I was looking for Cinderella and uh, you know it, it was just a brief, cool. just scene. Again, the technology is fantastic is visually very impressive. I just, you're just going to have to change my mind on this, that they ran out of time and they couldn't do the show that maybe they wanted to or that we know we were expecting. So I don't want to say they slapped something together, but they did something that was a whole lot easier. You know what? They had 50 years to plan for this. <laughs> it's, it's like people that go, go. I, didn't, I, I didn't have time to prepare for a holiday. Okay, you know, you knew 365 days ago that this day was going to happen again. You knew that it was going to be the 50th anniversary. They should have started planning for this like back at the 40th. Okay, so here's my conspiracy theory. There you go, Kristen. There you go. That's right. My conspiracy theory is not, uh, and much, much respect to Mr. Eric Allen, I don't think it's a matter of they just didn't get it finished. What I believe is, is exactly what Sorcy said. They didn't have a creative story thread, and I know why. Because lack of vision and leadership. Mm. You, that that oh, that you really want to get down to you. You really want to get down to brass tacks about the reason why Disney is the way it is now. It's a lack of vision leading to lack of leadership or lack of leadership leading with a lack of vision. When you don't have those two things aligned, and you have too many cooks in the kitchen doing things, you get this this homogenized. Star Wars, new era dimension we live in right now. You mean and like the world you, of Xandar next door to Spaceship Earth? Right. Well, and then <laughs> look, there's nothing wrong with that. I have nothing wrong with that. Give me a compelling story of the reason why this is next to this or give me. give it's me lacking a re- cohesiveness. Yeah. Link, link me in. I, you know, we all want it. And the other reason why the Disney special was awesome is because people that love Disney made it. When you have other things involved in in this process, you know, this is what happens. You have us talking about this controversial quote unquote subject because we love, we love it, you know, and we talk about it on all of our shows every single week on Sorcerer Radio. It's just, you know, but that's what happens. You have, you have that lack of leadership, lack of vision. Those things go in hand in hand. And um, I think that's what we're in the midst of right now. And we'll see, you know, what happens is all these politics and people get involved and it leads to not very compelling storytelling. I think that uh, one person yesterday sent out, uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or a Facebook post or anything else. But it was a, a fake announcement from Disney saying, you know, we hear you. We know the fact you don't like what's going on and everything else. I think that was one person's interpretation of what the Disney community as a whole is saying. is like, we are not happy with this and, and, and it needs to be changed. You need to bring back something else or change it or do do whatever. And even though it was fake, it made the point. It was very compelling. Yeah, very yeah. compelling. It was a very yeah. good fake. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was very a- convincing. <laughs> Man, we could hey, just... Was that you? <laughs> it was me, yeah. We're, we're we going were- to go off the rails. <laughs> no, no, we it's a, a good conversation to be able to have, to be able to share our opinion, uh, what we think of the 50th celebration. I mean, we're, the whole reason that we wanted to bring everyone together for this stream is not only to share our thoughts on, well, the past 50 years of Walt, Walt Disney World, but also 
our memories from the parks, but also our thoughts on the celebration as well. So no, it's, uh, I'm really glad that we're able to have this sort of conversation. And uh, I'm watching the YouTube chat and the uh, Discord chat, and there's a lot of people that are agreeing with the sorts of things that we're talking about. So, and and I will say one thing also that I did talk to a lot of people, and we all noticed it while we were there was that and granted only a couple days but guest actions were way more positive than what we normally see now whether it's because of the celebration time whether it's because it was a little bit cooler weather i don't know but a lot of people were saying it was great to see in cast members too that the disparaging remarks against cast members were down and everyone seemed to be much more happier towards each other and not you know not not as hateful to terror not a word but it was just things weren't as disparaging among the guests yeah well, I mean, that's good. I think people are on that, you know, they're on that high of this is an anniversary. This is a time to celebrate. And as critical as we all are, I'm looking forward to going back to the parks. Oh, yeah. You know, 100%. I mean, we still love we still love the parks and we still love the cast members. Absolutely. So, you know, I think that it's uh, trying something new and, you know, not everything's going to be a home run. So we kind of have to think about that, too, I guess, because yep. I'm, I'm a big fan of the new Star Wars series. I know some of you guys took some shots at the new Star Wars. I, I like the oh, J.K. Abrams stuff. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. But yeah, they, they say the same thing. They say the same thing about George Lucas in this in the prequel trilogy. They they railed him too. And I get that. You know, I totally get it. So, you know, Joe, we can still be friends. It's good. <laughs> in 15 20 years the uh, sequel to- trilogy will be loved by all probably so. probably so yeah. probably yeah. so you know what aside from aside from you know us not being happy with what harmonious is or enchantment is and when we talk about going back to the park we are still going to have those magical moments that we create as guests visiting the parks every single time we go whether it was a fantastic spectacular over the castle or not, we are still going to have a wonderful time. We're still going to enjoy company with friends and family and, and getting to see you know, cast members that uh, you've met in the past and everything else. And people will be walking around with a smile. Some may not be happy because they didn't get a specific 50th anniversary tumbler that they wanted, but that's okay. You know, you're still going to have a good time during your vacation and everything, and I think that's what's important. Hey, but you can go and... Tumbler up on eBay anyway. Oh, Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was like, you can go go up on eBay for like $400 and get one out. But I want the experience of fighting an old lady. Like, this is... I feel like pre-pandemic time, you know? Oh, Oh, God. Oh, I think. Oh, have was it Jeff that posted the picture? Was it Jeff that posted the picture of the eBay, eBay item? And in the background, you could see the Disney bus. He yeah. I mean, was just oh, yeah, at a yeah. Disney. Yeah. It, was, it was at the Magic Kingdom, and it was like, I mean, they literally spent hours in line to get in first thing to hike up their price tag only by like twenty to thirty percent. We've seen so. those people like. Even when you go to like D23 Expo, it's like two, three days later, people are already camping out to do the shopping outside of the expo so that they can turn around and throw it all on eBay. They're doing this at the expo? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People have like camping tents out there. Of it. Yeah. I mean, how wait, many wait. 
I could have made a killing for all those posters. So these have to be locals, right? Not necessarily. Yeah, people go like. They have to be local. Yeah. These folks are going to the D23 Expo in Anaheim. Yes. To buy just all kinds of merchandise. Just to come on. Oh yeah. Big business now. It is huge business. Using their ticket, you know, to get into the expo. Their one mission is to grab as much merchandise as they can, get out, and post it on eBay as quickly as possible. That, that's it. Yeah, we ended I'm up not sure why are they not ridiculous. limiting the, the items. They they do they, they are, do, but they go yeah. in in squads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's very well planned. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Well, I can't show it on here, but I do have a commemorative guide map for the fiftieth. That yeah, it's not showing. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're because it's show, blue, y'all. We will start at three Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an NFT? It's a Steve Steve Sanders NFT. Yeah, I, I don't even know what Bitcoin is. I'm making all of that. <laughs> and then I have the the special commemorative. Wait a minute. The, the commemorative poster, which is like a eleven by twelve, twelve by whatever. That they handed out to uh, one billion people as they left the uh, the parks that night. That can probably go for an easy three hundred and fifty dollars at this time. By the way, by the way, Steve, by the way, Steve's <laughs> eBay wait. handle is Disney there's Shopper more. One Two Three. <laughs> <laughs> if I had one, I'd be like, I'm like, you know, I can't even spell eBay, so. <laughs> yeah, <it's not> <laughs> We ended up with uh, D23 exclusive Funko Pops at our Disney outlet here in Mississippi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, my wife so, went and bought uh, the the uh, the Mickey the popcorn thing, uh, mm-hmm. the the one everybody was paying bucks of bucks for. She found it the oh what is it uh, Steamboat Willie. Oh yeah. She, she got it for two bucks at uh, uh, Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sister bought it. The week, two weeks before, for whatever it actually sold for at the park. People find like really collectible things sometimes at, oh at Goodwill because they yeah. don't know what they have and they just are getting rid of stuff they found in their house. Yeah. Oh yeah, we love we love shopping like that. Going to antique stores and going to um, we found we have a large one in Central Mississippi and they had the full monorail set with the resort. And like everything. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think three monorails. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Plus all of the resorts. And he said, How much do you want for this? And she said, $700. We're like, what? Uh, No, no. no. <laughs> she was like, Well, you can make me a deal. And so we, we got to go back and talk to her. But she, we're like, <laughs> Maybe she does know what she has. Like, <laughs> like a SpongeBob. I have $3. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, so excited to find this. And then we're like, Oh, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Now that What's we've up, railed on uh, most of the stuff, how, how how can we talk about how amazing Spaceship Earth looks? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, wow. So good. Um, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks, um, it looks just like it does in the ride videos, you know, when they do the animation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that it's, it was one of the things that even when we were leaving last night that my wife even pointed out is just like... It, it's moving and then even yeah. things behind it it's like you, know, you see the lights but even stuff behind it's moving i haven't figured that one out she's but... truly the prettiest girl in school yep that's what they said about me <laughs> but... well the, i think the and more I'm appropriate sure phrase is prettiest bell at the ball oh 
Oh, no, they never said that. Dad jokes. I'll be here all week. Oh, Thanks. <laughs> and I'm sure the videos and pictures aren't really doing it much justice either, but uh, it looks awesome. Yeah. 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 It's okay. Larry Dots will be able to paint something really pretty. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Larry. Yeah. Yeah, every time I, I'm at, I, see, uh, I don't know, he may be there 365, but every time I'm at Disney World, he's always at one of the Art of Disney stores. It's I haven't like, seen him. We haven't seen him in like five years. I need oh, to really? find him again. I, th- I always wonder if he like had an apartment somewhere on property that, you know, he, like you said, he's always there. Um, you know who's an artist is the uh, is Paige O'Hara. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, well, my sister graduated from Ohio State. That was her one of her gifts. Uh, my parents got her a signed um, large painting of uh, Belle that she, and that she autographed. This was during uh, Food and Wine Festival. Wow. Or no, it was during the, uh, the art one in the springtime. art festival, yeah. 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 That's our next, uh, our next trip will be during Festival of the Arts. And we've never been during Festival of the Arts. And I'm so, I'm like saving all my pennies to bring Tons of art home. Oh. When are you guys going? Uh, hopefully, like mid February. I, I didn't know we were bringing a lot of art home. You haven't. I will say that because the culinary stuff is so artful, that they it does take a long time for some some of your food to be made compared to any of the other festivals. So when you go around the different booths, be prepared for the food to take. Like preparation wise, because of course you're not going to have the big crowds, but it takes longer because it it's just so pretty. They make it so pretty. Like the. Do you yeah, think it looks as? You think it takes art. as long as the toad burger? Mr. Toad's Wild Burger. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Honestly, I think that's what they're doing right. I I feel like you know another thing they're doing right is the fact that they have well thought out food that goes back to different classic attractions like the Nautilus or Mr. Toad or the different shakes they've got. I can't wait to just, well, you know, stuff my face with all that food. It's awesome. For the 50th. They should filter out more than creation show up anyway. Oh, oh, right. God. Yeah. Oh, oh, geez, oh. <laughs> Bring up a source of There's a chart of everything bad. Well, Kat and I had talked about some of the things that Disney Parks blog shared for the 50th food and Every item, we just kept going, oh, my gosh, it sounds so good. Or, oh, that's so pretty. That, you know, I mean, it was just, it. it's kind of crazy what they're doing when it comes to the food stuff for the 50th. And I cannot wait till we get to go and experience all that. And I know, like, Kat and I were talking about, because we're, we think by then we'll be have adopted Boo and Jack-Jack. And that will be our first trip to take them to Disney, and when we do that, we're th- we're thinking uh, hmm. we're gonna try and get as many people as we can that we know that can take the trip with us. And so, Kat's gonna be one of those people going. Of course, cool. she's 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 super cool. She's de- she's has <laughs> hold her a both both coat. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to all of the amazing food. But we were just discussing that we're gonna have to make a list and start now of all the foods we want to eat because there's so much stuff and everybody's gonna have to get something different so we can all yes. share food. One of oh, everything. Yeah. One yes. of everything. Yes. 
It's a business. You know, before sense, I got right? in this call, before I got on this call, mom and I were going through the list and she was like highlighting what she wants to eat. We don't go for 30 days, but she's like got a printout and like a, a spreadsheet of things to eat for the 50th. Spreadsheet. Plus food and wine. So it's like 900 things. It's ridiculous. Sourcey, yeah, she said the magic word. Major diet before our next trip. <laughs> I was going to say, Sourcey, she said the magic word spreadsheet. Oh, I know. Yeah, you remember that, huh? <laughs> hey, we're- I, used to have, I used to have my trips like mapped out like, like I was some sort of like, you know, financial advisor. I had so much Excel going on. <laughs> wait, wait, you're in, were you like Clark Griswold then? <laughs> uh, not that bad. I wasn't completely insane, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I had it all. I didn't have it mapped out per ride, but I would definitely have it mapped out per day. So just to keep I, things I still do that. I, I still like map them out per day and like even per half day as well, like arranging around meals and things like that. So uh, I love planning. <laughs> yeah, planning Excellent. is part of the fun. It's a lot of the fun. So yeah. that's why I'm that's why I'm anti gene. <laughs> <laughs> but see, for for AJ, that's kind of like a must do thing. You're not. To where you can easily take a flight and be here in a few hours in that, I mean, it's, it's a big trip because it's such a long flight going over the ocean to get here and do that stuff. And so you have to plan all of that to make sure you get in everything that's important. No, I, I definitely do, especially for the limited amount of time that uh, we can like go for. And we, we only get the chance now to go every two, three Four years in some cases it's been longer since we've had kids of course but we need to kind of plan almost every part of every day just kind of maximize how much we can do in the parks and i don't know whether genie will help that or whether it'll hinder it but so uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how it develops with that yeah i'm kind of curious how it's going to affect people's trips especially like you said people coming from uh, the uk and other european countries is this it, it it should help, I guess, right? That's the idea of it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's yet to be determined, I suppose. So I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. I just I know that uh, we'll that, be spending uh, a lot more money on it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, and I said the other day that with the Genie Plus, you know, the $15 a day option, not the purchase per ride option, you're only going to be able to use the Lightning Lane once per attraction per day. So after, you know, you get off the Haunted Mansion and you use the Lightning Lane return time for that you have anytime you other you want to ride it the rest of the day you need to use the standby yep that's exactly like the one at the devil park mm-hmm. uh, lightning lane. i don't know it's, it's and, so weird. yeah that's the, yeah. Other, the name we were saying the other day it's genie plus magic band plus like come on all of us, it's going to be name. very very confusing for people who are just going to want to go on a disney trip that are not like disney nuts like we are you know what i mean it's going to be very oh, weird for them to go out and, and have a trip that's going to actually encompass everything they want to do. It's just going to be very, almost impossible. And that is that is why people need to use travel agents who, if you don't mm-hmm. go frequently, yeah. because there there is so much that is now mm-hmm. part of it. And it's confusing to people. I mean, I'll get messages from people going, oh, do they still have this, this, and this? And it's like, no, they don't. Um let me tell you what's going on and this is how it's going to be. And this is what we know so far. And I'm, and it makes things overwhelming to people who are planning a trip that go maybe only every couple of years or every five years. And especially those planning their first trip, they're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. 
And well, and then by the time they go, it's changed again. You're like, hey. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's no, you, you have to have your magic band super plus, right? Oh, my, <laughs> that's coming next year. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I just want to acknowledge a uh, happy cast member anniversary to Mike Emke, who's joining us here. Yay! Yay. Mike. Michael. Where is he? What's up? What's up? How many years, <laughs> Mike? Twenty five years? It's not. It's huh? not. It's, I, it's not my actual work anniversary. Oh, my work anniversary is in February. Oh, in February. Uh, with, with it's just like a lot of other cast members. You know, we're just highlighting you know hey it's 50 years walt disney world and yeah. you know here here's what we've you know our yeah. how, how it touches you know tickles the, the feels for for us being here for the 50th uh, that's awesome so yes. yeah uh, really and, cool. and what i was saying was um my traditions my my day at traditions was three day i think it was three days after the end of the 25th celebration so i missed the 25th name badge by three days oh so uh my first name badge was the the white and red bubble with mickey on it i actually still have it nice. so i have all my main all, all my different name badges um my 2000 is the only one i don't have on display and i i know it's here in the house i'm just not sure where own. so i'm sure when you find it it'll join yeah so I'm looking at, uh, so I'm just turning and looking at the wall. One, two, I'll add three with the 20, uh, with 2,000, four, five, six. Now uh, my seventh name batch with the company. There you go. And uh, during the 100 years of, of Disney uh, celebrating Walt's 100th, I actually had two different name badges depending on uh, whether I wanted to say, you know, my favorite 100th memory was either Hunchback of Notre Dame or the Haunted Mansion. So I have one of each. Nice. That I wore. And uh, now I have uh, probably going to, the name badge we've been wearing, I'm probably going to put two up there. Uh, one normal and then one attached with the, uh, the nice face mask that we have to wear at work. Yeah. And that, and that particular face mask will also get a uh, the 50th name tag treatment attached to that one as well. Since I feel like those masks are going to be the things that our kids are finding at the antique shops or on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Gosh, let's hope not. We need to burn them all. <laughs> yeah, no. they'll, just, they'll, sure. they'll be like, oh, yeah, you use this mask, like, you know, every washed it every every other day or every week, and <laughs> it'll be funky. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mike yeah, and me – no, go ahead and say what you're going to say, and I'll follow what I was, well, was going to say. I mean, I, I do have my 50th, uh, but right now we only have one. I only have the one. Uh, I'm not allowed to order any extras until the end of the month. And uh, I'll probably order two then, which is my allotment uh, at that particular order. And they will probably order a couple more after that. Um, so I've seen some places online where they've got uh, frames that have the name where you can put the name tag in. And I think the 50th, I'll put that. And then when I hit my 25 years, whatever name badge that one is, I'll, I'll put that with my, because uh, uh, I'll, I'll get the ex, again, extra 25 year pin to go on that. I'll put that in the, uh, put that on the name badge and put it on the, in the frame. Uh, I normally don't wear my service pins on because I just don't want to lose them. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, so I had one question one question because Mike was talking about he's got all of his his name tags from you know working at Disney who else collects all of the park maps from all from has had them from their first trip like has collects them every trip they take um 
Yeah. I always bring one like mint condition. Can you call it a mint condition map? One that I don't use. I put it in a bag, don't use it, and then I bring it back, I put it in a folder when I get and it goes with things like photos and other things that we get when we're like things like the little sticker that you get when you get chosen at Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor and things like that. All of those go in a folder. And uh, yeah, that's kind of one of the commemorative things from the trip. I was that way with stuff we got on the Disney cruises, but not. In- okay, so even though I've made over a hundred visits now to the park, I have a map from every trip of every park we went to. So if we go uh, on a trip cool. and we only do Magic Kingdom and Epcot, then I have the park map from those. And mine are just like AJ's. They have to be new. Like I have the park map that we use, not that I need to use it, but I, I just keep it in my pocket. I don't know why. Um, and then I have, I grab two because usually something happens to one of them. So you have to have the spare one. And that way I have one, but I've got like now three file folders, like file folder bins that are now filled from all of the trips. <laughs> Kristen, let me introduce you to the internet. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not the same. It's not the same. Plus, I have I have kept all my receipts over the years so I can go back and know that I paid like a dollar fifty nine for a Coke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have certain things like that, not maps and things, but I have like I have some receipts that I just kind of kept because they were cool at the time. Like, I think I posted one not too long ago was my my trip itinerary and how much it all cost. It was from like, I don't know, something like 2006 or something like that. And it was just ridiculously priced. Um, and I also have like some paper fast passes and things like that. Um, just things that I think might not be around forever. And I keep them like I have, I still have like my, um, my ticket from when I was in the band back in high school and I had a, a four day park hopper. Uh, and it was, it was like dirt cheap. I think something like for four days, it was maybe like, I don't know. It was like two fifty or something. I don't even remember. Something ridiculous. But <laughs> that's cool. We we came here on our honeymoon uh, twenty five years ago. Um, before you know, obviously before I started working with the company, we don't have our park maps from any of the parks because there were only three at the time. But we do have our menu from King Stefan's Royal Table, which is now Cinderella's Royal Table. So we somehow ended up with the with the breakfast menu map from, or menu from that day. I'm down with that. We have menus because I keep all of them whenever they would print our names on them. Because, you know, back when you had right. a celebration, they would print them out at several of the restaurants. I have like a folder that's like this thick with those menus plus other menus that I have have asked cast members over the year, like, can I, can I keep the menu? And they're like, oh, sure. Yeah. Have the menu. And somewhere yeah. I have the, uh, the Vic and Al menu from our one year anniversary. Wow. Um, that we did. But now maps like, um, cash preview for, uh, for galaxy's edge. I've got, yeah, I have that one. Um, I was like, I'm holding on to this for your life. <laughs> yeah. Cash preview one was, yeah. Held on to them. Oh, anything that was special cast preview stuff, or there was an extra park map. So, you know, I tried. Uh, obviously, trying to hold on to some of that. It's, you know, some of the stuff that, you know, just October first, uh, walking through casting, you know, the, the cast building at Epcot. Uh, got a poster for Ratatouille. 
got a poster for Harmonious. Uh, got a Ratatouille recipe card and um there was a button um for epcot highlighting one of the new worlds uh which they're doing the but special buttons for that and i've got uh let's see if i can get it here sorry my neighborhood so here i think it's it's hard it's gonna be hard to tell but across the top of this cork board which is our pin board i had uh, the epcot button and a few other buttons that um have given been given to us uh, over the last year and a half when they announced the, the changes coming to Epcot. So it's, uh, yeah. Um, some, some of the memories, oh man, I've seen a lot, 23 years. I, I, I've seen the parks change a lot. I mean, experience a lot of changes and, uh, <laughs> A lot to go through. I tell you, I don't Some collect moments. maps. I don't collect the maps, but one thing I thought I still had, and apparently I do, if y'all remember these, these are cards for, you remember the old Virtual Magic Kingdom? Yes. Oh, that's cool. This yeah. stuff, these are cards that you could get from doing scavenger hunts in the park. So, yes, I still yeah. have. I, I have a couple cards from the uh, Sorcerer of the Kingdom game as well, which, uh, yeah, they gave some, there was, I guess there were some that were cast exclusive that I didn't know about. They're just sitting in a drawer somewhere. Uh, another big thing that I have uh, some collection stuff of is there's a cast um, weekly like newsletter thing called Eyes and Ears, and I have quite a few of those of uh, key moments. So we went to like a traveling vintage market type vendor booth thing, yeah. and they had you know postcards and stickers and all stuff, and we were digging through these bins. And we found a receipt and a parking ticket, like a parking stub from someone's stay at Fort Wilderness. Do you think that's from 73? Yeah, it was the early 70s. Yeah, so it was like right right after it had opened. And I I don't even remember how much it was. It was like... $3? Yeah, something like just insane. And it's just this paper, like... Looks like it was maybe typed up on the typewriter type of or stamp. Um, so we love to find little stuff like that. Um, my first trip to Walt Disney World wasn't until 2011. So I love looking back on like the history of the park because I never got to experience a lot of the stuff that everyone loves so much. So we love finding little stuff like that. Shortly after uh, I started working for Disney, um, first ticket price hike happened and the Orlando Sentinel, uh, the local political cartoonist put it in the political cartoon. Um, here it says ticket Disney gate or ticket center or whatever. some ticket booth. There's a, all you see is the back of this man in the suit and the ticket agent and says, Mr. Eisner, you're the only one who could afford to come in here. And it says ticket price, $100. And that was in 90, that was in 98. That they were they were already kind of slamming that ticket price is a little high. And a hundred dollars, we'd like kill for hundred dollar tickets now. That was what nineteen ninety, Mike, and then here we are, twenty twenty one. 1998, 2021 comes. Hold my beer. Yeah. I always like using the uh, inflation calculator.gov. Have you guys ever used that before? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Inflation calculator. I'll just leave that there. <laughs> yeah, it is. I know I know. some of us talked about it earlier in the stream, but um, since a few of you are, you know, since uh, Sourcey's new and to the, to the side and maybe Mike probably take, unless there's some, uh, someone else that uh, I, I don't know, I don't know who else hasn't, hadn't gone as we circle back on this. Uh, my biggest memory really 
my first memory anyway the most impactful one anyway was my grandfather bringing me into the parks and uh, he brought me twice when he was alive and he passed away after the second time um, was just him taking me he, oh, he loved a contemporary that was like his favorite so it was like a modern marvel which I guess at the time it kind of it kind of was to a lot of people and I just remember him holding me over the side, just kind of like looking down at the monorail. You know, that 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 stuck with me all these years. I think I was seven. And that stuck with me all these years. And just I kind of I guess it's kind of built up. So that magic started right at that moment, you know, that trip. And then it's just kind of built and built and built. That's probably one of the biggest moments. Another one is, you know, my honeymoon as well as my kids' first trip. So those those types of things. And then, of course, like meeting you guys there. It's always like a blast whenever we go. You know, uh, the beer garden uh, <laughs> dinner was a trip. So stuff like that, you know, those are just kind of your typical memories that uh those are the ones that kind of stick with me the most but yeah while like my honeymoon trip uh third time that's been midnight <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, honey, honeymoon my honeymoon was a, a big one because um oh, it was my wife and i's first time ever down here at the resorts uh then first trip taking my daughter uh, even though she was two and a half months and then again when she was three and then five and of course you know as y'all know you know Sarsi, you know um Whoever else is a parent here knows it's the different times they've hit the memory of, oh, this is like new to me type feel. But the, the biggest memory I have, and unfortunately it does surpass the honeymoon, is uh, <laughs> nine, the events on 9 11. Um, I was still green to the company. I had only been with the company three years. Uh, you know, hired in 98. Here we are. Not, you know, 9 11 occurs. I happen to be off the on 9-11, but to come into the park the next day and have more cast members in the park than there were guests, to be used to hearing airplanes flying over and it was so eerily quiet, to running the fireworks show and used to having the sounds of helicopters off on you know, perimeter road and you're not hearing anything. It's like, this is wild and just how how we handled that week or those couple weeks and then bounced back so quick once we said okay people are now coming in by driving they've circum circumvented the flying They're coming in by driving things are picking up again we're right back to normal um it, it was a it was a weird experience probably the weirdest experience and then you know i never expected we'd be closing yeah closing the being there when oh we closed the park for the first time because of a hurricane does me no good i'm out of state visiting family to last year closing the park for three months two three months you know being being out it's like and the stories i heard of the way things at epcot were found when people started coming back in um i wish i've seen pictures but for, fortunately, I'll say fortunately, no pictures have ever been produced and just the stories of like how the planters, just how high the weeds and, and the plants had got because nothing was kept. It was like, wow, walk into what, what a lot, you know, some people would dream of the, the abandoned theme park. It's like, well, it's not abandoned. It's just temporary but, hold. Yeah. Just like, well, obvious reason. Um, but yeah, to come back and look where we are now. We're celebrating the 50th still during the pandemic where, you know, things are in, in fairly good shape. Yeah, so. it's crazy to see, like, just in the year or so that the parks came back open, how quickly things, you know, picked right back up where they left. Oh, yeah. I'll say one thing that I've I have noticed as far as things to come back, and Kat and I were just talking now, John, about this. It says if you look at the different of like food events and specialty things and stuff like that, it mentions the Disney dining plan. And mm -hmm. so 
That's a clear sign that the Disney dining plan is coming back sometime within the 50th celebration. When yeah. is the question? But I'm, I there's, am ready to see that come back. Months of, there's 18 months of celebration. So. Uh-huh. Oh, I'll be celebrating for sure, Mike. No doubt about that. When I'm that ready. Disney dining yeah, plan strikes, man, I'm like, there's my, there are my pennies right there. We're taking the family. We're going. Well, I don't know if y'all have seen, um, you can look it up on YouTube, uh, Google or on YouTube search Anthony Gonzalez and Mariachi Cobra. Uh, he was, he performed with Mariachi Cobra, uh, this past Tuesday at American gardens theater. Um, and we did some filming, uh, early in the morning and I got to work with him at the filming at the stage. Uh, but they also filmed at, Mexico as well. What the filming's for, I don't know. Um, obviously, I mean, it's out there that he was there because it's on YouTube. And, you know, how you going to hide when he performed that performance and, and, and tell guests, you can't say this. You know, so it was there. He, he's a really good kid. Um, even at 16, he's still got a great voice. That's awesome. Yeah, that, Hol- that was a lot of fun. Holiday special. Disney um, Plus special. It may be. It may be. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah Christmas special, maybe. Or, or it could be for the... Uh, State state of the company address that happens after yeah. Thanksgiving. Yep. As well. So, exactly. but uh, I know we had a a few more questions. AJ, did we not have a few more questions? For the- yeah. So, I wanted to go through some quick fire questions for everyone. Really, just throw out your answers soon. So, what's everyone's favorite area, area music in this? Oh, uh, interventions. <laughs> I'm yeah, with Sourcey on that one. Retweet. <laughs> I agree with Sorcy. Yeah, same. Where's everyone's favorite place to Walt Disney? 50s Park Town Cafe. Uh, Ohana. Can I pick multiples? I'm going to go with Sanaa, Homecoming, Raglan Road, Bull and Bear. There's one more missing. There's one more missing, Eric Allen. Beer Garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do I oh, even have to answer that question at this point? Right. You know, the fun one, fun one with the beer gardens. Days I'm I'm working there, and I send Eric a quick video. Guess where I'm at? Ah, uh, now that's a tease. Okay, so you never, you uh, never yeah. put it in the text or the video, but I can always hear the words "neener neener neener." Uh, <laughs> you know what? So, so Jeff Aljon and I all ate at one point. At the beer garden, and we all ordered a liter of beer. However, there's only one of us that finished that liter of beer, and Probably it wasn't Al, John, or Jeff. Did <laughs> I not finish it? No, oh, yeah. oh, no. For Pete's sake. And both of you were clearly had had more alcohol than I had when we uh, left. Hey, when, we, we, when we went, when we went, Eric finished his before anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Put it down, son. It was gone before Jeff started the live stream. Never had a chance. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I just want to go back real quick. Uh, BGM, my favorite, the music at Galaxy's Edge. There you go. I've absolutely fallen in love with everything there. Yeah, whether yeah, whether it's the sweep by Williams or or this, the the incidental music around, or even what's being played in Ocus Cantina, it's the whole vibe of Galaxy's Edge. I love music. Love the effects. Same. I like the track that plays in the bathroom. It's like <laughs> a radio station and there's commercials. Yeah. Hey, how come oh, we don't have that on? The- my favorite was... Um, we'll have it soon, I'm sure. Kashyyyk Leak, like Wookie Shampoo. <laughs> there, they are. They're like little commercials for on a radio station. It's, it's awesome. It's not, they're not using audio from like the old Star Wars weekends, are they? No, those are new. Those are new. It's, all, it's all new stuff. All new stuff. 
everything all made on plan. Uh, it's like radio transmissions, radio shows. Um, some spots, supposedly, there is a podcast being played. No, it's not Wookie Radio. Hmm. Uh, but it's supposedly an in-world podcast or on-planet podcast. I feel like I only got to really hear it because my first time to Galaxy's Edge was first day of cast member previews, and we were the second three-hour time slot. Um, yeah. We were, like, staggering them a little bit, so it was, like, 9 to nine to 12, and then we were, like, 11 to 3 or 11 to 2 or whatever. And so we were in there when there was just really not many people in there. So I don't know that I'll ever be in the bathroom alone to hear that ever again, but I could hear it that day. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm like, how do I record this in a bathroom without being a weirdo? You don't. <laughs> Just no. don't. You don't. Jeff is going to be standing work. outside the bathrooms and just like, you know, tapping his foot, looking at his watch. Where can she be? What is she doing? <laughs> he's he's okay with it as long as she's shazamming everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and as, as long as she gets a picture of blue water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the call the cast member exclusive stuff from cast previews. What was one of your favorite items? Um, I got Jeff a bolo lane. Okay. That was like the he was like, This is amazing. Super excited. Yeah, that was like uh we went to cast connection. Uh my family went to cast connection earlier today and I still picked up a new launch twenty nineteen Galaxy's Edge Bolo lanyard for my name tag. Um one of my favorites is was the uh um the Tervis Tumblr, mm. uh, which I did not get at my cast preview. I actually got it when after the previews were over, and it all ended up at Galaxy at a cast connection. Yeah. But then my mom found for me last year for Father's Day the same Tumblr, but in red from Disneyland. So I've got both. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, and I have fun. Cast connections. We like almost left with furniture. There was we like did, a, a yeah. frame or something. And we were like, <gasps> we're like, how are we, we going to get this home? <laughs> we, we we almost bought a. A uh, Snow White Royal Mirror. Oh, and I don't know what resorts they're from, but they're running uh, about fifty bucks a mirror. So the yeah, bed was like one fifty. It was a bed frame yeah. from Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah. we have to have this. How do we get it home? And we just couldn't figure it out. But. Yeah, the stuff, the stuff in, in the property control side, what that comes from makeovers or rentos of the resorts, it's just amazing. Or even from the park. Are there we, any more we miss- questions, AJ? Yes. So moving back to the questions, leading on from favorite place to eat, what is your favorite dish or food item that you've had in the parks? Oh, I'm going to be I'm going to be unfair with this. The big jumbo shrimp we get at the cast service celebrations. I mean, the, the shrimp are about as big as the palm of my hand. They're huge. <laughs> I don't guess they're shrimpy then. <laughs> no, they're not. Um Probably worst thing I've had is from the same <laughs> when, when they do the cat service <laughs> celebrations. They do this celebration punch. Oh my God, it's the nastiest drink ever. I don't know what's in it, but it's like, yep, two sips. I've had my celebration punch. I'm throwing it away. It's blue, blue water. Blue water. <laughs> it is It is blue. <laughs> it is blue. Recently, the best thing that we've had was the pulled pork with is it a pineapple or mango salsa from Sebastian's Bistro? Oh, yeah. That was so good. And onion onion jam. Onion jam. Onion jam anywhere on property. Yeah. We were thing. there on launch day. We were there on launch day when Sebastian's opened and just didn't get a chance to go over there and eat it and just wish we had now because we just 
hear nothing but great things. A, a, a great food at a great cost is what yeah, we've we been en- hearing. We enjoyed it when we went there. I, yeah, I we will were tell just you, there in August and it was like, we were blown away. We're like, this is such a hidden gem. I will tell you the biggest surprise and probably one another big hidden gem at Fitchy's Primetime Cafe. Ask what the blue plate special is. Because uh, when we went there uh, uh, three years ago for so when Melissa and I went there to celebrate my 20th anniversary with Disney, the blue plate special was a Hungarian beef stroganoff. That was amazing. I, I'm kind of drilling thinking about it. It's <laughs> amazing. It was, it was wonderful. So, so ask what the blue plate special is because you, you'll be surprised what what it is. And it's so I do remember. Um, probably one of the worst dishes I've ever had. And I absolutely, for the longest time, refused and refused and refused to ever get this. And Kristen and Al John worked on me for days ahead of, <laughs> and, and I think it was Kristen who was adamant and said, you need just, 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 just try it once, just try it once. And it was escargot during the food and wine. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, just could not handle it. It's just- oh, it's a this coming from a guy that mushrooms. ate mushrooms. A- Come on. This from a guy that ate a, a scorpion with his brother over here. No. I know, right? Yeah. I know, but right? I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, I, uh, to add to the best foods, one is definitely the bread service over at Snaw with yeah. all the different dips and everything. Oh, yeah. I mean. Ah, you, you stole I, mine. Oh, you stole mine, I'm sorry. You stole mine. I was ready to, ready to say the bread service at Sana'a. Now, bread you know, have you, so has good. anybody bought the tray and all the little, sir, it has the little dishes for all the sauces and all of the recipes? Because you can buy all that. Yeah. It reminds me of a Mancala board. Exactly. <laughs> so good. Do you have it? Do you have have that, Andrew? Or do you have the recipes for all that? Wait, wait. Yeah. Yes. You do? I go- no, I Googled. No, I Googled. Uh, this is a couple years ago. This is right after our vacation. I Googled one of the sauces that were great. But it was, um, I just Googled the name. If it's the Disney version, do you have those? Oh, she's got, we've got it's them all. It's official Disney recipes, yeah. This is life-changing. You you found the recipes to the, the we'll Disney send, We'll send them to you. I'll we'll send, send them to you. you. I'll send them to you. We'll no, don't in. send them to me. The public needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> we have a recipes room in the Discord that you can post what? them to. I think we're going to have to have another Cooking with Mickey segment to... Uh, Oh, yeah, we'll go back and do that. Time. A long time ago, we'll resurrect hey, that. Can, can I just say, I think it's, you know, cooking with Andrew. Cooking with Andrew. Radio. Um, years ago, when um, it was uh, the uh, character breakfast, uh, the thing you guys did, uh, Kristen, I remember you used to do like a, a, a blog where you showed like the different utensils you bought, all the <laughs> stuff in your kitchen. And it was, was that all I think YouTube? I think yeah, right. yes. you uploaded it on there. YouTube. Yeah, yeah it's still and there. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there at Ohio University. This has to be the sweetest lady I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Going kitchen, showing us all of her Disney items she's collected over the years, showing us how to cook. And you know something? It was right after D23, uh, the D23 magazine um, article appeared for Walt's uh, chili recipe. And you, you, you made the uh-huh. chili recipe for Walt and how delicious it was. And I thought... This is the next Samantha Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got her still on Sorcerer Radio. That's awesome. You, you, you made my night, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff said the same thing. Jeff is one of the very... Oh, Jeff has yeah, all oh, Jeff, videos. Yeah, they just, yeah, go ahead. I, I hate to disappoint everybody, but I'm the only one in this group, other than probably the two of them alone, 
who actually have the very first season of Cooking with Mickey on DVD. I can watch it. Nobody <laughs> has it but you. <laughs> <laughs> it is the That's only why... DVD that exists in the world, Jeff. I don't even know if I have wow. those files anymore, Jeff. You're the only one now. You're the only one. Um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. That's right. It was Cooking with Mickey. That's right. Mm-hmm. Let me Well... Needs to go into Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus. <laughs> we'll put it on the Source of Radio app. Uh, that's where it'll go, Source. You hear that? Um, Let's you know when we start streaming on Source of Radio Plus. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's it, man. Yeah. Gonna, hey, uh, no, 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 it's gonna have to be some kind of upcharge or tied in with ESPN or something. No, no doubt. <laughs> it'll be. It'll be add on. It's a premium service, y'all. Yeah, I gotta get JPEG over here. We gotta discuss things. Oh, you get JPEG over there. He might start cutting things. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. We said we wouldn't curse on there. Okay. No, no, it's all good. Um, I, I'm gonna go basic for food. Um, I'm just gonna go basic for food, and I'm just gonna say Dole Whip. I knew it. <laughs> I'm just gonna go basic. Either that or the churro. I can't decide. But today I'm feeling. Agree. Citrus swirl, my number one across the board. Basic. Love it. I probably eat a Mickey pretzel every day of my life. Oh, heck yeah. Never get tired of them. Oh, I I love the the big pretzels they have in Germany. Like that, I have to get one of those because they're always like the size of your head. (laughs) So I have to get that and a beer. Because you can't have a pretzel without a beer. They go together. It's like burger and fries. I'm tortured daily with the smoke from uh Regal Eagle, uh, since I'm now working oh. at American Gardens oh, Theater, God. that just walked that just walks into the theater. Yeah, that's so good. Wait, when yeah, I, when as, I, as one that loves to barbecue, I have to say that is some of the best barbecue I've ever had on Disney property. Wow. It's wonderful. Nice. The brisket has a smoke ring, Mike. Ooh. I know. I know. It's got a smoke ring. They achieved it. This yes. isn't Arby's. I walk out of I walk out of the, the front of house booth at American Gardens Theater and it's like, oh really? They gotta get the smoker going now. I can Fine. smell it now. Take the name guys. tag off and go eat. <laughs> Take the name tag off and go have uh, a good lunch. I I may be this coming week. I, I should have this week with the, the paycheck that I had, but And this food food talk is killing me. Starving. Okay. <laughs> me too, but it's like 2 a.m. for me. I don't think I can eat it too. <laughs> AJ's, AJ's on his third. Someone was talking about someone was talking about Disney utensils. This is my favorite right there now. There you go. He's got the Gen 1 oh. spork, the space spork. Yep. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, AJ, you're working on fourth fourth meal over there, wherever yeah. you are. Fourth meal. Right? Fourth meal in it. Pre, pre-breakfast, maybe? <laughs> Pre, yeah, was it pre-breakfast? Pre-breakfast, Late yeah. dinner, is it? <laughs> He's starting the breakfast. No, it, it, it's it, it's uh, Taco Bell time. It's Taco yeah. Bell time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, you have a Taco Bell near you, AJ? Okay. Open late. Let's move along in the questions. So <laughs> earlier on, we spoke about our thoughts on the nighttime shows for the 50th. What is everyone's favorite nighttime show that they've ever seen? Wishes. Reflections of us, Reflections of Earth. There's nothing um, like watching Reflections of Earth yeah, during rehearsals the, at six the, in the morning. The Christmas tag on Reflections of Earth, or we really liked Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. We love that show, but I, I don't know if it was just like the time that we saw it. I don't know, but that or the Christmas tag. Mine's Main Street Electrical Parade, which mm. <laughs> no. Rip. Yeah. Rip. R.I.P. <laughs> 
Now, my favorite experience, uh, too, I have been part of the catch team for Tinkerbell. Mm, that'd be cool. And I actually helped close Sorcery in the Sky at Studios. Oh, that's nice. And another question I had on my list was, what is your favorite ride on property, past or present? Oh, doesn't matter which. Yeah. Right. Ooh. You're making these really easy, AJ. Haunted <laughs> Mansion. I'm Thorin. Haunted Mansion. Oh, Haunted Mansion. Pirates is like really close. Yeah, Pirates is really close. We talked about these questions before over breakfast. And it just depends on our day. You know, some days it'll be pirates. Yeah. Some days it'll be, you know, some days it'll be mansions. So. Well, what, what, I, what I specifically said to you was, you know, when you're a kid, you clearly have favorites. But as you get older, you have so many experiences in life and different things that, you know, you have um, different emotions tied to different experiences. And so depending on your mood in the day depends on how or what is your favorite when you become an adult. It's not as yeah, well, clear cut as when you're a child. Uh, I think for me, there's a lot of nostalgia involved in what my current favorite would be. So growing up, whenever we would visit the parks, our very first ride would always be Splash Mountain. It would be the first ride on every single trip. So... I think I've now then passed that on to like my wife. She absolutely loves Splash Mountain. And we're just hoping that we can take our kids on it before it closes. But I'm not sure. Me and my wife were talking about this last weekend, I think it was. And we were saying after Splash closes or it gets rethemed, what would be the next ride that would be like, yes, this is what, what we want to do. The very first ride that we go in any of the parks. And I think we'll probably have to go with Haunted Mansion. For me, day one, Haunted Mansion's always been that, that favorite uh i loved it first time ever on it um when we were, went to celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary back in june um we finally got zoe on space mountain which she loved uh we did uh i don't even remember what ride we rode for that melissa wanted to do um, but we rode it and then we had big rainstorm we were kind of soaked it's like well line short for haunted mansions and Melissa is like, your daughter and I are tired. Let's, I'm like, all right. So, yeah, I kind of threw a little bit of a fit that I did not get to ride Haunted Mansion. <laughs> so um, so it, that's that's how much Haunted Mansion is. Um, but, I mean, it, it would this question would almost be easier. What's what's your top three? Because I could rip that off. Oh, God, we don't well. have we don't have all night now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my, my top three it, AJ, 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 are you ready? I, I have booked tomorrow off of work, so that it's already been all night. I was, <laughs> was going to say it's like fifth meal now. Yeah, it's like it's already been all night. <laughs> yeah, Haunted Mansion for sure, top favorite. I'll tell you what. Well, uh, let me chime in and say this because I never thought I'd have this perspective, but um, our oldest is nine, and then you've got Sawyer who's six, and then you've got the girls who are two. There is more spark. In the imag and imagination in their eyes when they go on Haunted Mansion when they're four and five years old, just as there was when that attraction opened back in the late 60s. Um, you're using the same technology, right? For the most part, um, that they used when the attraction first opened. And they're asking the same questions, I'm sure, that their grandparents asked when they got off the ride. Um, and that, the, especially the other dark rides, they're amazing in the, through the eyes of a child still to this day. That just proves that you don't have to have special 2021 special effects to wow a child or to wow a family 
who's never experienced that ride before. Everyone's nodding their heads. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's, I completely agree with that. It's, Can I chime in with my unpopular opinion? Uh-oh. My, yes, uh, my unpopular right. opinion is my favorite ride is Sid's a Small World. I have the tattoo to prove it. So <laughs> Mary Blair thanks you. Um the sorry. Oh, mine. Um I've, I've, uh, there's two that I've always been particular to. Uh one of course Spaceship Earth which, you know, we can still enjoy today. But the other was Horizon. Um, that 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 attraction really held a special place. I remember riding Never. Horizons and just thinking it was so cool that you could choose the ending of your attraction. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a really cool part of the part. And then to have, you know, the music from Carousel of Progress in there. And, and, you know, I didn't quite understand it back then as much as I do now. But, but there was just something special about that attraction. And the fact that the building just couldn't stand on its own two feet anymore and it had to go away. It was, it was sad, but um, it was great. It was, it was a lot. So the next question I had was, of course, we're, got, we're celebrating the 50th at the moment. But what is your favorite celebration or festival or any of the above that you've experienced in the parks? Disneyland's 35th. Epcot's International Festival of Nothing During the Summers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like food. Oh, I like food and wine, but some flower gardens up there, too. Flower and garden, for sure. I have to go go with food and wine. I mean, and it's... it's Shocker! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but food and wine that time of year is it's great i mean you've got cooler the temperature's starting to get a little bit cooler you also have all of the fall stuff going on as well as halloween and so it's like it just everything everything great is going on then r.i.p star wars weekend. your birthday <laughs> my birthday oh, your birthday yep. yeah r.i.p yeah. star wars weekends <laughs> that was that was one uh. Star Wars weekends, but my favorite worked was uh, Super Soap weekend. Oh, I bet Super Soap. I week. still wanted to do that because I have been like had watched all my children from the time I was like two and on. So <laughs> till it stopped. <laughs> till it yes, until it. Hey, even when it came back as like a, on some weird station or something, I even tried to watch that. Until that went away. That's but, because of Cameron Matheson. You're a fan no. of Cameron Matheson. I know. It's okay. I, I, I was not a big fan of Cameron Matheson. I was a big fan of Torsten K. Oh, okay. I, w- I want to say the year I worked uh, Super Soap Weekend, which was 98, was the first time they ever, Disney ever did a webcast from uh, Walt Disney World. Wow. Was that at the uh, radio station, the Radio Disney station at Hollywood Studios or at MGM Studios? Uh, The street party? No, it was uh, at the the nose planner or uh, the planner in front of the Chinese theater. That's where we'd be. Got it. Okay. You you know where like Drew Carey's Sound Dangerous? They used to be a radio studio, correct? Yeah. They're still still stationed there. Uh, uh, A Super Soap soap weekend. This was uh, was the the after party on Saturday night or the the big park street party on Saturday night. It was done in front of the Chinese theater. And that particular There was a radio station right there where Drew Carey's Sound Dangerous was. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's still there, I guess. It's still there. Oh, and Radio Disney's not. And Radio Disney yeah, really did never use it. I think Jeff's dad has done had done like remote broadcast for his the station he was on in New York from that station, right? Yeah, he did. Um, they did live broadcasts at the train station on Main Street, then they did some at Epcot, 
And then when uh, the radio station there at Hollywood Studios get to go, Ryan Seacrest and a, a bunch of others have done stuff. I've been in that studio before. Doing. I feel like my favorite festival celebration event thing that's gone on that I missed was when they used to do the 24-hour the parks are open for 24 hours. It was usually like leap year or Memorial Day weekend or something like that. Those were always like getting to be in the Magic Kingdom and watching the sun come up. It was awesome. Those always look so fun. I wish that I'd be able to do one of those. I'm kind of surprised they don't Minnie do that anymore. Well, I saw Minnie in her PJs yeah. doing the wobble one year <laughs> in Frontierland. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> they might bring it back, Sorcy, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I can say I have <laughs> I have seen I have seen two o'clock in the morning in all four parks, and I've seen the sun rise in three of the four parks. Well, yeah, but like working, but as a guest, it was like one in a million. You know, it was like this. Yeah, so cool. Well, it, it, it's it's a weird experience seeing. I mean, even working, you know, not being part of third shift all the time, but doing overnights, seeing seeing the sunrise in the parks, and you get some some great moments. Yeah, there as the sun's cracking. And oh, I think from like, yeah, there's something like that. Sorry. <laughs> I was just about to say, I think that's the only questions I had on my list. I wanted to see if anyone else had any questions that they'd like. If you're in the chat or in the Discord. We're looking. We did have a uh, request, a question over on YouTube. Uh, Andrew, actually, what is your favorite, I think it was uh, Disney soundtrack or... Song, song, song from a Disney soundtrack. I think it was favorite song from a Disney soundtrack. Yeah, film or uh, we going uh, attractions. He just said, well, he, uh, he actually just said Disney song. Now I found it. Just said What's Disney, my favorite song. Disney song. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would have to go with the Billy Joel rendition of "When You Wish Upon a Star." Oh, from simply mad about the mouse. From simply mad about the mouse. Yeah. But it's by it's by Good far album. my favorite. It's the uh, it's the song uh, Bethany and I danced to. That was our first wedding. Uh, that was our first dance at our uh, wedding reception. So mm-hmm. it's got some special meaning. But with his voice and his rendition, um, that is by far my favorite uh, song on any Disney soundtrack. That album has the only version of I Am Siamese that I can tolerate. And it's by Bobby McFerrin. Other than that. I hate that song. I hate, I hate the cyan am. <laughs> but, but that version of We Are Siamese is the only one I could, I could tolerate. And I actually enjoyed that version. Well, by everyone else, what's your favorite uh, Disney song? One Little Spark. A Perfect World. Oh, man, that's tough. Oh, gosh. I like the theme from Nemo, like the opening theme. I like that one. Oh, I like the one from Up. It's called Married Life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, DuckTales. That's my ring. <laughs> 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 that's a bit. I definitely think it was Kite Tales. Kite Tales. <laughs> Woo. No, that, that, that's, the, that's the show that's kind of bombing over at Animal Kingdom right now. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> the Oh man! At the at the Preds games, Nicole, the Ducktales theme song is what they play to this day. Anytime the Anaheim Ducks are in town, it's a disgrace they, to all ducks. Whenever they start like reading off the uh, starting lineup, the Ducktales song is what's playing in the background. <laughs> As an Oregon Duck alumni, I'm so upset they never played it at the game. Oh, man, you would think that would be, like, right up their alley. Right. They played Animal House. 
like between the third and fourth quarter, <laughs> they play a scene from Animal House, which was filmed there. But they never played DuckTales. And I'm like, you guys, missed opportunity. I was going to yeah, low-hanging fruit. The, the mascot was designed by Walt Disney. Oh, there you go. By Walt Disney Company. There you go. Yeah. Or Oregon. Formerly named Puddles. Now he's just the duck. The duck. I'll have to say, at this moment, the song I would have to go with would be Roller Coaster, um, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. The song just oh, always makes me happy. That's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, you're right. That's pretty good. It's hard to beat, but uh, how far I'll go. <laughs> That's uh, Moana. That's I don't know what it is about that song, but every time I hear it, my my heart just goes, this song is awesome. Uh, mine's the, my favorite version is the one um, at the end of the film when she's on the her raft or her 100%. boat. 100%. She's with her grandmother, and then it's kind of like the uh, yeah, that, that version. That's the one that always, oh, man, that's fantastic. Yes. It's all good. I like it. Anyway. I also like the, what's the saying, song with the duet, but the, uh, the Tangled song with Flynn Rider and Rapunzel. The, um, the last I see the light. Yeah. yeah. The duet they yeah. sing. That one, whenever they play that at um, in Happily Ever After, it always just like hits me right in the feels. Yeah. That's good. Well, when they used to play it at Happily Ever After. When they used to. <laughs> we said the other night, we were like, Mandy Moore is a real life Disney princess. She is. Yeah. Looks like it. She is. She's the best. She's we so like, good. She's just, she's the best. Well, what's yours, Kat? Um, eye to Eye from a Goofy movie. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. Hands down. Oh. Yeah, okay. Well, listen, okay. I dance to Can You Feel the Love Tonight from Lion King. <laughs> Okay, so my dad <laughs> actually picked that song um, when I, I gave him a list of songs and said, pick the father-daughter dance. And because of being a Disney fan, that is the song that he picked for him and I to dance. Oh. I've, already told, I've already told Zoe our, our father-daughter dance whenever she gets married is Three Little Birds. I think Dorothy has his father-daughter dance picked out, too. I, I, I sing that to her. Yeah. Uh, we, when I would do my overnight feedings uh would i throw on nick and night so i could stay awake and kind of keep her calm and uh three little birds would play off and on i would sing that to her i think that's all the uh questions that we'd had actually by the way just having a look through the discord i can't see any others unless anyone else has got any other questions that they'd like to ask this has been so much fun just getting to like chat chat with everyone and I'm, the chat was active both on discord and on youtube it was awesome yeah, for sure. No, it's been really nice to be able to get everyone together. It's uh, We did have a little bit of a hiccup there with the audio at the beginning, but uh, no, I just wanted to thank everyone for being able to take part. It's been uh, really nice to be able to have everyone together. Thanks for putting this together, AJ. It's wonderful. Yeah, thanks for putting it together, AJ. He did. I just want to say thanks to AJ because he put together all of this pretty much as far as like the graphics and everything. He, he did all this and all the legwork. So big props to AJ for... Doing all this awesome stuff. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. No, th and thank you all for everything that you do on the station. It's as a member of the community, and I'm sure people in the Discord and people on YouTube will probably agree what you do and what you bring to all of the listeners, it means more to us than I think words can even uh, kind of describe. It's, uh, no, it's, yeah, I, I, I can't describe it. It's, it's, I'm just so thankful to have not only this station, but also this community as well. Yeah. Well, that's the best part is we're all fans first, too. 
you know, like we, most of us, like, you know, myself and Eric, and at least I can say, and Andrew can say for sure, like started out as fans first. Sure were. Absolutely. Absolutely. Instead of listening on, a, on an app on a phone, you had a laptop right next to your bed, listening to bedtime Disney, trying to find <laughs> some time to sleep. I was a fan of character breakfast podcast i know sourcey has heard this story and i think jeff has as well oh, yeah. but when we were going to disney you know at our at our most free i would load up with back issues of character breakfast and it was my turn to drive because we would drive down overnight because the traffic was better and people slept um I would listen to the podcast while I was driving. And it sounded, it didn't sound like I was listening to a podcast. It sounded like there are four people in the car with me. And I, multiple times I would catch myself talking back to them. It's <laughs> <laughs> just myself. Yeah. Awesome. I could do this someday with them for reals. And we are. Yeah. What's, what's funny about you mentioning character breakfast and that kind of being like your gateway into all of the, the source or radio stuff was back in 2009, no, 2007, I had gotten an iPod as a, as a gift and Al John had said to me, you need, you need to get into po- listening to some podcasts. Cause he was listening to a couple and I was like, you know, this is when podcasts were first starting to be a thing. You know, not a lot of people knew there weren't all these podcasts out there like there are now. And he was like, just find a topic, something you're interested in. And I found Character Breakfast because I was looking for (laughs) Disney. And that is how that was the first podcast I actually had ever listened to was Character Breakfast because I was looking for something. And I'll tell you, he, Alton will, will agree. I am very particular with the sound and voices in podcasts. And there are many that I have wanted to listen to (laughs) because they have some great content, but there's, you know, somebody who talks and their voices will trail off or they're, they've got some kind of weird speaking tick or they don't have like a pop filter. And so like all their P's and their B's and their S's and stuff, just, I'm like, I, I, I know I can't. Oh, and we've listened to all of them, but what, but that's what character breakfast was all about. I mean, it was, it was our, our gateway into everything else. Disney and Sorcerer Radio and finding fans that are out there like on the Discord today or on Facebook and all of these great talents that are here t- with us today. It's all because of, you know, Character, Bre- Character Breakfast, which was awesome. And um, so we'll always be very grateful to uh, Sorcerer and, and, and back in the day and the rest of the staff that, that started with us and have traveled with us through time and continue to do stuff today. And uh, it's awesome. 20 plus well, years. 20 yeah. plus years so It's crazy, so it's right? Really crazy. And the it is pretty crazy, especially because when we started, when we started that Character Breakfast podcast, like it was me, um, Pluto, and Imagine, who you know, uh, out their names now. It's Christiane and Calvin. But uh, when we started that, it was just kind of like on a whim, really. And then Jeff came along, and it kind of like we had that other piece to the puzzle that kind of just kind of I don't know, just put it all together. And made it, I don't know. I can't believe people listened to it because it was so crazy. It was like morning zoo radio, kind of. <laughs> um, and we wanted it to be like that. Um, but it was, just, and like, you know, people say, oh, was, it was Pluto really that stupid? <laughs> that dude, Pluto is one, and his real name is Calvin, but Calvin is one of the smartest guys you'll ever meet. Okay. That with that character, he was literally doing a character the entire time. 
So, uh, but he was hilarious, and and it was just the whole show was crazy. But and I know I know I know how much Eric appreciates other people too at the same time, and you know, I'm glad it had a little it's little moment in time. So and and had an effect on people. It was really fun. Well, and that's how I got into blogging because. There was the message board and people would ask questions about food yeah. and Disney recipes and cooking. And I start answering those. And one day Alton was like, why don't you just start a blog? I was like, what's a blog? <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> and now, now we have, you know, it's morphed into dining at Disney Blah. and a podcast <laughs> that I, you know, I do with Kat and Bubba and it's, you know, it's 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 crazy how everything really started with Sorcerer Radio and Character Breakfast. Yeah, and that's how we hooked up with you guys, and that's how we hooked up with Cat and Bubba and mm-hmm. and Mike. Ultimately, we connected and with Steve. Mike and Steve. I, re- and- I remember being on the tram at Hollywood Studios, and and Steve turning around. Going like, are, are you are you Kristen from WDW Tiki Room? <laughs> and I was like, actually, and it may not have even been that at the time. It was some version of Tiki Room because yeah, we had so many room. things yeah. Yeah, it was tiki uh, of Tiki yeah. Room over time. But yeah. I remember being like, yeah, and he, <laughs> just like, and that's how we- it's crazy. <laughs> that, that happened to us. Maybe was it last year or the year before? We were at Epcot in line for a food booth, and John from Big Fat Panda turned around and was like, you're Jeff Davis. And he was like, I am. (laughs) He was like talking to me in line, and he was like, I know that voice. (laughs) And we're like, you're John. And he's like, yeah, you're Jeff. And he's like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. It's funny you say that. Because we were like, we know you, but you don't know us. And he's like, no, I know you. (laughs) A lot of the other, like John from Big Fat Panda and some of the other shows that are out there in the in the internets i recognize a lot of those hosts and i'll come right by them and go hi i love your show and they're like oh okay yeah thanks okay. i have no clue who i, who I am and then we're come on, back somebody go finish Please. Yeah, go ahead. No, I've got to share this story is another jeff and nicole wedding story because <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I'm I'm walking around. I'm taking pictures, and oh, this, this is before the wedding. And um, I'm you know I'm posting you know out on my Instagram. One of my friends texts me, and she's going like, "Is that Michael K in the background?" <laughs> and I swear, I, I and I had he had like spoke as like you know, "Hey, I'm Eric. Hey, I'm Michael. Nice to meet you." And I was kind of like, "Well, he said his name was Michael." And then she goes on to tell me, you know, about all, you know, it's oh my god, he's one of my favorite YouTubers. I love the, I love his work. And so I go back up to him later. I said, "Are you Michael K?" And he just kind of looks a little sheepish. Yeah, I am. And so I tell him, so he says, "Well, let's take a selfie and send it to." Him. So we do. And so it's it, it just kind of like just she squealed. She squealed over text. But I know she squealed. In books. <laughs> well, we got to meet. We got to figure out some way to uh, have a meetup uh, somewhere centralized where we can meet all these folks, whether it be at a hotel somewhere central or heck, maybe even at the most magical place on Earth one of these days. But uh, that would be amazing, right? Like Walt Disney said, the best way to start doing something is to stop talking and start doing so. Maybe uh, in the next year after all this uh COVID stuff is hopefully behind us. We can uh, make a trip and uh, meet you guys in person. That'd be awesome. I meet, say meet I'm, up I'm at Six Flags over the city. Yeah, the fun spot. <laughs> the fun spot. Right. Yeah. 
We'll meet over there at Universal. <laughs> and bring Miley, too. Miley would enjoy oh, Harry Potter. Like if, you, if you ever watched After Dark, who's Miley? <laughs> yeah, she, she's made some appearances. Every uh-huh. well, Just like, I know Jess has heard this story, and I think Eric, too, but I don't know if, like, Algernon and Kristen have heard it, but when, I don't know if I found After Dark first or the station first. I was in the hospital at one point for a couple of days, and I had downloaded from YouTube, like, episodes of After Dark to listen to while I was in the hospital. I had an awful roommate in the hospital, like in the hospital room with me, and she was like sick all the time, and I just like couldn't listen to it. So I put my little like white Apple headphones in and listened to hours of After Dark when I was in the hospital. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. We were insane. Like like, being back. We were insane back in the day. Can you imagine us doing that? That was part of. No, 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 no. no. You're you're not. You're not overblowing it. You guys were insane. (laughs) That is. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What in the world is this?" Yeah, we couldn't even. We couldn't even. What are you guys? What what are you guys? No, we're gonna put in that show. Put that show on the station. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's why it had to hold separate feed. It's like well, it's not going to yeah. go on Sports well, Radio. We're going for like the whole Howard Stern kind of shock Disney's version of oh, that. Well, it's going to be a shock. Right now. Well, it's going to be Attack of the Show, right? Yeah. I mean, it was it was basically our version of Attack of the Show, but for Disney fans, you know. I mean, that's make no bones about it. But anyway, that was a lot of fun. Just like Character Breakfast is a lot of fun, and just like the fun we're having today. So, yep. yeah. so mm-hmm. love, yeah, right. love yeah. to every, love to all the DJs and love to all of our listeners and, and everybody yeah. on discord, which has been killer and, and, uh, and all the sorcerer radio DJs past, present and future. So hey, oh, yeah. Eric, I'm holding up a big, uh, beer garden Stein and I'm hosting, hoisting a toast. Hey, right. Here's the 50. Hey. Here's to 50 years and 50 more years to you guys. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. I've got to say, AJ's been a trooper because it is so late where he is. And oh he's, yeah. he, he's still, he hasn't made all of us stop talking yet. Yeah, I know. God. And if I was he him, I would have a long it. time ago. <laughs> Yeah, he's. A- I wouldn't even dream of it. I've absolutely loved uh, being able to like, join everyone this evening and uh, or this morning for me. So, right. no, I've, I have absolutely loved it. And like I say I've, I intentionally booked tomorrow off as a day off so that I could stay up and just just hang out with you all. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for pressing the self destruct yeah. button. Thanks for the stream now. Thank you very much for everyone who's tuned in, and uh, thank you very much for everyone who's uh, joined in the the live stream today. Have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. As we say over at Mighty Marvel Games. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? (laughs) And I am starving. Okay, let's cut the very beginning. Yep. Do I need to hear myself or am I okay being him? Okay. And there you have it, Kristen. Another epic show. Can you believe it? It's a lot. Epic. Epic. It's a lot. It was very long. Too, too, it was going to say too long, <laughs> but it's been too very long fun. since any of us have been able to get together like that. So true. It was it was nice to get to see Eric and Jeff and Sorcy, you know, that we haven't seen in a while, and Steve, and then we had new people that you know we haven't done anything live with. So. You know, Joe and Andrew and AJ. So I I really enjoyed it. 
Absolutely. Well, once again, uh, thank you all so much for listening to the show every single week. Just some little housekeeping tidbits for you. You can always leave us messages, if you will. Just click that link for us there at anchor.fm forward slash the Disney list and click that little little uh, message center and you can vote on up uh, on polls we're doing polls now on anchor uh, asking questions about your favorite stuff that's there um for the wdw 50th anniversary what your thoughts are on the show and uh, ask us those questions leave us those voicemails you can also email us uh at uh, the disney list podcast at gmail.com so feel free to uh, email us as well. Kristen, where can people find you and book their Disney trip? They can email me at themeparksincruises at gmail.com. And as far as everything Disney food and dining, check out diningatdisney.com and the Dining at Disney podcast, which you can find on Anchor or any of your other favorite platforms. And you definitely want to follow us on all of your favorite social media sites. Absolutely. It's awesome. And the fact that Dining at Disney now is being released twice a week yes. with two, two great podcasts a week, which is awesome with you, Kat and Bubba. Um, you can also check out our sister show there, Skull Rock Podcast. Dave Bossert and myself host an Imagineering panel. So we have got some awesome guests in there to chit chat about what's going on for the 50th anniversary telling some never before heard stories alan coates second generation imagineer and son of claude coates legendary disney imagineer then you have chris merritt uh, imagineer and ethan reed and imagineer and animatronics wizard joining dave bossert of course the former head of the special projects for walt disney company and myself and we talk about all things from animatronics to unheard tracks musical tracks we've unearthed from claude coates's um personal stash thanks to chris merritt uh, who wrote his book so uh you'll be hearing that on skull rock podcast you can also follow us on instagram right there and all the social medias there for disney list so please check it out and leave us those five-star reviews everywhere you get podcast also like to thank our friends there the disney dorks for always helping promote the show as well as WDW Park Hoppers and um, Disney Parks Podcast. Disney Parks Podcast. Thank our friends there. And uh, once again, we, we love you. Thank you so much for your support over the years. And we look forward to bringing you another awesome show. Um, anyway, my name is Al John. And I'm Kristen. And we'll, we'll see, see you real soon. soon. This podcast was not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes.